Welcome to the C.S. Joseph podcast, and today's question is going to be great. I've uh, been looking forward to having the opportunity to do this particular question, which is, why do ESTPs look at people with rose-colored glasses? Which is a fantastic and very interesting question because uh, most people would never actually see the ESTP archetype as the archetype that would look at people with rose-colored glasses but it actually does in many ways. And I think it's because of their uh, shadow usage of uh, the cognitive origin known as justification. So the uh, shadow or the unconscious of the ESTP ego is known as the ISTJ uh, unconscious. And the ESTP is a part of the soul temple. The soul temple has a deadly sin known as the sin of wrath, and also the primary deadly sin of the ESTP is the deadly sin of lust. And I mean, if you think about it, like ESTPs, in as much as the soul temple, they live and die by excuses. All of the soul temple types, they all make excuses. And uh, ESTPs and INFJs in particular love it when people justify their behavior for them, justify their failures for them, give them absolution for how much they consistently fail and let people down on a regular basis. And they live and die by that forgiveness, that absolution, that being let off the hook kind of a thing. And that's one of the reasons why ESTPs end up in relationships with wrath types, wrath types being ISTJs and ENFPs, uh, because those types, the ISTJ and ENFPs, out of all the 16 types, go out of their ways to make excuses for their behavior all day long. They're literally excuse walking excuse engines, excusing anything and everything for good or bad, making excuses about why they don't have to actually do any work today or be responsible today or whatever. I mean, it's one of the reasons why the ISTJ is one of the most lazy, if not the laziest of all the types, with the exception of maybe the INFP, their conflict type. Uh, so yeah, uh, that would that that's kind of interesting if you think about it. But yeah, it's all about being walking excuse engines. It's all about excuses, right? That's how these people live their lives, and it's entirely frustrating to me. I, I loathe that. I loathe that about the Soul Temple. I loathe it very much. It's the one thing that I hate with absolute prejudice about the Soul Temple is their need for excuses and having their behavior and their failure excused on a regular basis. And it's funny because it creates a downward spiral of enabling behavior. When the ENFP who loves coming up with excuses for themselves and the ICJ who loves coming up with excuses for themselves and then all of a sudden to watch the ESTP and the INFJ come by those excuse sources and consume those excuses and make the excuses that the ISTJs and the ENFPs make for themselves and they get to use those excuses which then it's like okay hey the ENFP and the ICJs made all the excuses in the world so that they don't have to grow and because they're not growing I'm going to, because I'm a soul temple Templar, I'm going to go out of my way to use their excuses as my own excuses, because guess what? Because I'm a soul temple Templar, I am a walking excuse vampire. And I consume excuses all day long, because you know that's the only way I can live with myself. That's the only way that I'm not jumping off a bridge right now, is because I have excuses for my own failure and my own lack of performance. Oh, oh, weak. 
And it's so funny to me when I walk around noticing Soul Temple Templars are the people who are expecting me to be strong. Really? When you're all so weak because you got to rely on everyone else's excuses to excuse your own behavior because you're allowing other people's behavior to be your justification for your behavior. Really? Really? Gross. Like, that's so gross to me. You guys are ridiculous. Okay. But. You know, understanding, you know, this exchange of excuses within the soul temple types, the four soul temple types and how they like interact with the world, and interact with each other. It, it's just it's just ridiculous. This is one of the reasons why the soul temple is so abusive. They're so abusive to each other. They're so abusive to people in their lives. And it's because it's like, hey, I need to know if you got the strength to be able to deal with my failure. So they, by default, treat other people like crap. The people that are closest to them in their lives. They treat everybody that are closest to them in their lives like crap because they want to see who's willing to stick around or who's willing to, quote, make excuses for them, mm, right? Well, this ends up creating an effect within ESTPs, for example, looking at people with rose-colored glasses. Now you're like, okay, wait a minute, C.S. Joseph, how is that even linked? How is that even a thing? Well, we'll get that into a second. But first, remember, folks. If you want a question answered by me and turned into a video or a podcast episode so we all can learn, become an Acolyte member, right? Okay, and then you get one question per month that you get to ask me, and then I make content out of it for all of us to learn. If you want to become an Acolyte member, csjoseph.life forward slash members, sign up as a journeyman, and then you get an opportunity to upgrade your account to Acolyte from there. Or if you already are a journeyman member, csjoseph.life forward slash portal, go to the portal, then go to the Acolyte section, and then uh, not the Access Now button, but like, you know, get it if you don't have it, and it'll take you to the sales page, and you can upgrade your account from there. Get it on Acolyte. It's like the greatest thing in the world, and we are constantly making awesome content like this for everyone within the Ego Hacker community to learn. Hashtag sales pitch over. Now, back to the ESTPs with their rose-colored glasses, right? Here's one thing that wrath types, and as much as they are these walking excuse engines, these sources of excuses for the soul temple Templars, uh, they also have this little thing about them with their wrath deadly sin. The deadly sin of wrath, it's like, you know, they, they notice failure or they notice something that they feel justified in getting upset about, and then they end up reacting with the full force of anger. Like wrath types have some serious anger issues. Well, guess what? So also do ESTPs and INFJs. They also have some serious anger issues. Not so much unconscious developed INFJs, though, not as much, but later in their life, uh, they will end up gaining for themselves excuses. I mean, justifications. I mean, excuses. I mean, justifications. You know, justification is the, is the nice way of talking about the cognitive origin. But let's be real. It's really just about excuses at the end of the day. But, you know, hey, you know, uh, never, never not absolutely uh, shit on the soul temple. Never not, right? Never not. Uh, but with that being said, like, the wrath types, they, they have this perspective, uh, and it's so funny that ENFPs and ICJs have this perspective, but like, let's say the soul temple Templar closest to them in their life fails and ends up creating a really bad experience for the ISTJ or the ENFP, right? And makes them super uncomfortable or puts obstacles in their way, or it's just these unforeseen consequences as a result of the failure of the ESTP or the INFJ, which guess what, folks, is inevitable. They can't stop from failing. They can't help themselves but be walking failures, these people, because they are. They know they are. That's why they need to be around strong people, SI users, for example, in their life to be able to tolerate their failure. 
because the relationship is based on a toleration of failure and not necessarily a relationship that's based on success. It's actually more so a toleration of failure because you know that's that's when the ESTPs and the INFJs of the world end up having being in this race to the bottom. Basically, they're in this race to the bottom where it's like, oh man, I'm going to make decisions completely based on fear because it's like, hey, you know, uh, if I'm in a relationship with an SI user, they need to be able to tolerate my level of failure. And they spend more time thinking about levels of failure than they actually start thinking about levels of success. And it's so funny how they are so motivated by fear in that way, instead of actually being motivated by success or motivating by what they want in their life. And it's because they would rather rely on the safety that's provided by justification, I mean, excuses, that the safety that's the, the illusion of safety that's created by excuses from these walking excuse generating people, ENFPs and ISTJs. Like for example, you wanna know what's really ridiculous? When Soul Temple Templars in my life expect me to be a source of excuses for them as they're projecting their ISTJ uh, side of their mind or they're projecting their ENFP side of their mind onto me. And I'm just like, wow, y'all losers, really? You wanna do that to a crusader? really because crusaders are not going to do the one thing that you really want them to do or do that one thing you really hope that they're going to do for you not just give you excuses or justifications but they're also going to not do something else which is the following wrath types okay wrath types have this thing where that if their soul temple templar ends up failing in some way they get angry and their wrath comes out and then that wrath will just you know lay on the hits pretty hard on their soul temple templar for the failure but the fact that that the wrath type got the opportunity or they felt justified in getting angry with uh and taking their and taking out their frustration out on their soul temple templar because of that it actually exposes a transaction a transactional relationship because from the wrath types point of view and also the soul temple templar's point of view okay so this is soul temple philosophers and soul temple templars together in the soul temple. It's like, hey, if you failed and then I get mad at you, then you're completely absolved. I got the opportunity to be pissed and mad at you. And because I got the opportunity to be mad at you and you tolerated me being angry and wrathful with you, that means all is forgiven. Oh, yes. Gotta love, don't you just love how soul temple templars especially estps just live or die by that hey you got upset with me so because you got upset with me you know after even though i failed and you got and then because i failed you're justified being upset with me but because you're upset with me i'm automatically forgiven and it's like well, wait a minute wait a minute this this seems a little imbalanced uh, maybe this is how the ESTP and the INFJ are manipulating the hell out of ENFPs and ISTJs because I'm seeing the ESTP and the INFJ getting two benefits for the one benefit from the ENFP and ISTJ and for some reason getting angry and wrathful for some reason ISTJs and ENFPs actually see that as a benefit for some reason but guess what the INFJ and the ESTP get the benefit of failing I see that as a benefit for them they get to fail and then then they get to be completely forgiven so they get they get two things out of this they get the failure and the forgiveness in exchange for what the the one time that uh, their istj and their enfp gets wrathful really really guys uh that something's not matching up here hey icjs and enfps you might want to realize you're getting manipulated by those soul temple templars you might want to get even more angry with them again oh that would be great right 
oh yeah, raise up that flag. You know what I'm saying? I ain't talking about the right, the white flag. I ain't talking about that. No, 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 no. Raise up the flag of blood, the red one. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so like, come on. So <laughs> understanding this phenomenon, it's, it, it, it builds even more. And this is like the next layer as to why ESTPs look at people with rose-colored glasses. Why, why, why? Well, because the ESTP and the INFJ version of that wrath inside of the ISTJ and the ENFP, like when the ISTJ and ENFP becomes wrathful with the soul temple Templar, when they become wrathful at the ESTP, after the ESTP has inevitably failed within their relationship, guess what's gonna happen? Guess what's gonna happen? Well, then all of a sudden, the ESTP is forgiven, right? Because, because their partner got the opportunity and justified it being wrathful, right? 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 Well, here's the thing. What does it look like when the situation's reversed? Here's the thing, rose-colored glasses, right? Have you ever noticed when it comes to ESTPs and INFJs that you as an SI user, you as an ISTJ or an ENFP, for example, maybe an ENTP like myself, if we fail in some way, shape or form, for some reason, the ESTP and the INFJ are so intolerant of other people's failure, but then they constantly expect everybody else to be tolerant of their failure. This is one of the examples with which they themselves as Templars are hypocritical because Templar types struggle with hypocrisy more than anyone. And ESTPs and INFJs, for example, are extremely <laughs> external people. And because they're extremely external people, the most external of all the types, this puts them at the highest risk of hypocrisy, actually. Okay, the highest risk of hypocrisy. So the thing is, though, is that like that 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 wrath, that secondary deadly sin of wrath within the ICJ sub, uh, unconscious of the ESTP or the ENFP unconscious of the INFJ translates into something entirely different, right? Which is like, oh, hey, you know, uh, I have a very low uh, low toleration of your failures, Mr. ISTJ or Mr. ENFP. Okay, great. But here's the thing. Have you ever noticed something about how ESTPs and INFJs get give extreme special treatment in certain situations? Because they have, they all have this thing that really annoys me, and it's the following. So we just, I remember, back up one second. We just said about how you know ESTPs get to fail, and they also get, um, they also get forgiven at the same time in exchange for the Soul Temple philosopher to be wrathful with them. What does it look like at reverse? Well, there is a reverse, and here is the reversal. If you do one nice thing, haven't you ever noticed this about ESTPs? They may hate you. They may talk so much mess about you behind their back. Same thing with INFJs. But you do one nice thing for them, all of a sudden their pants drop. I mean, all of a sudden they forgive you for everything you've ever done instantly because you just did one nice for them. How many times out there have you been in a relationship with an ESTP or an INFJ and someone that has completely and utterly screwed them over, right? And has a history of screwing them over. That one, that person ends up doing one nice thing for the ESTP and the INFJ and boom, the rose colored glasses are on. And it's like, hey, this person's actually really happy to do it. And all of a sudden they completely reverse from talking mess about them for years and to this person's the greatest thing of all time. And I'm just like, wow, you soul temple Templars are pathetic. Wow. You can't even keep track of other people's wrongs, much less keep track of your own wrongs. I mean, obviously you can't keep track of your own wrongs because you're constantly failing over and over and over in your life. Because if you were keeping track of your own failures, you would fail less. 
That's why I maintain that, you know, these types should probably tattoo their failures to their bodies, or at least have a notepad to write them down and then review that notepad on a regular basis, a notepad of failures to remind them of failures. But of course, you know, ESTBs and INFJs want to run away from failure, which also inhibits their own personal growth. They want to, they want to forget the times that they failed because it hurts them so much. Who cares? I walk around as an SI user carrying my failure with me every day of my life. What's your excuse? Oh, wait, that's right. You don't have one. Oh, but because I'm not here making an excuse for you soul temple Templars, that means like I'm a bad person. Shut up. Y'all pathetic. Like seriously, wake up. I'm literally spitting at the camera right now. I'm so triggered over this. Anyway, the point is you do one nice thing, one nice thing for the ESTP, the INFJ. Even though you were abusive to them, they'll drop their pants for you. They will bend over for you. They'll be like, oh, that guy's definitely, they're such a great person. And it's just like, really? Did you just forget how abusive that person has been to you your entire life? Really? Oh my God. This is literally the source, this rose-colored glasses phenomenon. This is the source of ESTP and INFJ codependence. Because the abusers in these people's life understand that all they have to do is just basically shit on them over and over and over and over, even for years, and then just do one favor for them once a really nice favor one time, and they're completely absolved. Wow. Way to mishandle that living virtue of absolution from their wrath, their secondary wrath, deadly sin, because of how pathetically underdeveloped their ISTJ or their ENFP shadows actually are. Congratulations. You played yourself. Wow. Okay. So, but hey, it gets even worse. But wait, there's more. It gets worse. You didn't know it was going to get worse, did you? But it really actually is going to get worse. Here's, here's another level with the rose-colored glasses. They expect everybody else to have rose-colored glasses towards them. Because, you know, why not? They're interest-based. Of course, they're going to have that expectation. Because here's the thing. ESTPs and INFJs, even though they failed, it's like, hey, I have I can't keep track of my own failure. I have a long track record of failure, even though it's never actually conscious in my mind as to how much of a failure I actually had, how much I have burdened you in your life all the time. And I can't even keep track of my own failures. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Because, you know, I'm a hypocrite. And as a hypocrite, when one person does a nice thing for me, I forgive them, even though they've abused me my whole life. But guess what? Even though I've abused you your whole life, if I do one nice thing for you, I expect all of that to be forgiven too. Hashtag covert contract. Isn't that amazing, people? God, I can't stand the soul temple sometimes. They really need to grow up because guess what? That's not how life works. It's not how life works. Really, it is not how life works. And they should probably pay attention to that. I don't even know why they don't. Oh, wait, that's right, because they don't have enough introverted sensing to keep track of their past failure. And also, at the same time, they want to run away. You remember that recent episode I talked about how INFJs are running away? ESTPs do the same. They're always constantly running away from their own failures. And because they run away from their own failures, they never grow. And then they have to live in this stupid transactional relationship friendship world where it's like, hey, if I do one nice favor for you, all you better forgive me for everything I've ever done to you. And then when you do one nice thing for them, all is forgiven. And I'm like, oh my God, the stupid. Really? Really? 
And ultimately, this is why they're built for wrath types. Wrath types get mad, but as soon as they are done being mad, all is forgiven as if the mad paid for the failure of the ESTP or the INFJ to begin with. <coughs> so yeah, that's why ESTPs look at people with rose-colored glasses because they expect others to look at them with rose-colored glasses. Welcome to the Soul Temple, folks. Welcome. Anyway, uh, good luck with all that. Uh, Hopefully you enjoyed this episode and I'll see you guys tonight on the Discord.